Tuesday, 29th March 2022, will go down as one of the most bittersweet dates in the calendar for the Ghanaian citizen of all time. Ghana qualified for the World Cup and had the upper hand in the classic Jalof derby against their West African rivals Nigeria, who they embarrassingly lost against in the recent African Cup of Nations earlier this year. They also celebrated the birthday of their dear president of the Republic of Ghana, none other than Nana Akufo Addo. However, the victory left a bitter taste in most Ghanaians' mouths, following the decision to pass the e-levy in Ghana on the same day, which caused quite a stir not only in the courts, but also amongst the general public, after flirting with this idea for many months. Now, there was a glimmer of hope when Finance Minister Ken Oforiata reduced the tax levy from 1.75% to 1.5%. But this hasn't removed the levy from being passed, of course. There are sides that are against this e-levy considering the amount of taxes already in circulation in Ghana. I mean, think of income taxes, think of food taxes, think of uh, custom imports, duty taxes, the list goes on, as well as the rising cost of inflation impacting the Ghanaian public, be it fuel, be it food, you name it. It's never been harder to live in Ghana as an average Ghanaian citizen, let alone Accra. However, there is also a side that is actually for the e-levy, believe it or not, um, which is mainly the government, who feel this will ease the economic burden of the nation and help to reduce Ghana's national debt deficit. Let's look at some reasons why the government wanted to pass it and why the public also opposes this. But before we do, those of you who are not familiar with what the e-levy is and what the initial implications it can have, please listen back to one of our previous by episodes. Link is in the podcast player or search on your podcast player e-levy or head over to our YouTube channel. That's youtube.com forward slash the sound of a car podcast or head to our website, the to listen. Now, Let's look at why the government wanted to pass the e-levy. So one, to expand the tax base. Two, to increase domestic tax mobilization due to Ghana's low tax per GDP ratio. GDP, that is gross domestic product, compared to its peers and other developing nations, that's South Africa, Senegal, and other countries. Ghana's tax to GDP for 2021 is 13.4%. So it's very low compared to other countries such as South Africa, which is 26.7%, and Senegal, which is 16.4%. It's also to provide an opportunity for every Ghana to contribute towards nation building. So they want to use this money to help build infrastructure, build roads, to help unemployment and things like that, supposedly. And finally, to reduce dependence on debt and borrowing, um, which I... Don't necessarily agree with, but um, I will reveal the reasons why in this pod bite. Um, I'm free to make an opinion, aren't I? So let's 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 go into why everyone is well, not everyone, but let's look into why people are against the e-levy. Of course, so in terms of the general public, there's going to be more personal taxes on their behalf. 
more business taxes if they operate businesses. It's also going to discourage the use of money. That is, and encourage more cash. So it's going to discourage the use of mobile money and encourage more cash uh, in the system. So in a world where people are moving towards a cashless society, in previous pod by episodes, if you listen to them, I've spoken about um, CBDCs, which is central bank digital currencies, which is um, something that governments in the world are looking to bring into the system eventually. So that's a one, that's a, a digital currency to replace fiat currency. So, you know, think of the uh, digital dollar, think of the digital pound, the digital euro, and there's even been talks of the e-city. So these are plans for the future that governments have. Um, and this doesn't really help by encouraging people to use fiat mo- currency, to carry around fiat currency, sorry. This will also, of course, increase risks or theft. So more people are going to be targets because the, more people are going to be carrying cash around because they are trying to avoid fees that they will incur by sending mobile money transfers. This may also um, impact the general public's trust in the government. Um, I mean, people believe that there could have been other ways to tackle this. I mean, I also agree with this. Um, for for example, this e-levy isn't enough to balance the budget deficit of a whopping 18 billion cities. So is this all going to do more harm than good for the Ghanaian people? Is the government just really desperate to bail themselves out of a looming economic crisis as far as I'm concerned and minimize the impact of this? Well, we will find out eventually. But before we uh, bring this episode to a close, let's look at some frequently um, answered questions and answers um, that the minister, that the Ministry of Finance rather have put together. Um, would like to thank my good friend James Mercer for also helping me to co-produce this episode. Um, I will leave a link to his season two appearance as well as some information on his upcoming venture, which you may find interesting. Now, let's look at some of these FAQs that the Ministry of Finance have put together for the Ghanaian public. And this may give you more information about what to expect next in regards to the e-levy. So, who is responsible for charging the e-levy and how will it be charged? Uh, The levy will be charged whenever a person makes a transfer. The charging entity will add the levy to the transfer amounts and charge both to the person's wallet or accounts. The entity will then pay the levy collected to the government. So, these entities responsible for charging include the mobile money operators, payment service providers, all of banks and specialized deposit taking institutions such as the rural and community banks, savings and loan companies, finance houses, and so on and so forth. And the minister also has the power to add to the list through regulations. Interesting. Now, who will be collecting the e-levy? Let's have a look. Governments through the Ghana Revenue Authority, aka the GRA, so those are the people that provide you with the Ghana cards, they will set up a platform to collect the e-levy in collaboration with the licensed electronic money issuers, also known as the EMIs, licensed payment service providers, also known as the PSPs, licensed banks, specialized deposit-taking institutions, and any other entity designated by the minister. So it seems that the Minister of Finance has quite some power 
cows here. Now let's look at what transactions fall under the e-levy. So that is any transfer to or from a mobile money account or from a bank account of a person will be subject to the tax. These include transfers done on the same mobile money network. For example, sending money from your MTN Momo wallet to another person's MTN Momo wallet, transfers from one mobile money network to a recipient on another network, for example, sending money from your MTN Momo wallet to another person's Tico Cash wallet, transfers from bank accounts to mobile money accounts, for example, Kofi transfers money from his CBG bank account to Amma's MTN mobile money account, transfers from mobile money accounts to bank accounts, and bank transfers on a digital platform or application which originate from a bank account belonging to an individual. For example, Kwame transferring money from his NIB bank account to, to Akua's Prudential bank account. So those are all the transactions that fall under the e-levy. So it's quite a handful and I hope you guys caught all of that. Now, what transactions are not covered by the e-levy? So that is cumulative transfers of 100 cities per day made by the same person. So everyone has a daily tax-free threshold limit of 100 Ghana cities. That is, every person will be able to send up to 100 Ghana cities a day without the payment of the levy. That is some good news in respect, but of course, people that tend to send mobile money tend to send lots of money. Transfer between accounts owned by the same person. So if you're sending money to your own account, then you'll not be charged the e-levy. Transfers for the payment of taxes, fees and charges. So any payment of taxes, fees or charges made to an MDA or MMDA using the Ghana.gov platform or other designated methods do not attract the levy. Electronic clearing of checks, that is clearing of checks by the banks and specialized deposit taking institutions such as the savings and loans companies are excluded. Specified merchant payments, that is payments made to commercial establishments through payment services such as mobile money bank applications fintech etc to a person registered with the ghana revenue authority for the purpose of income tax or value added tax is excluded now this applies to both online and physical sales and finally transfers between principal agents and master agent accounts Let's look at the next FAQ. So are utility and airtime payments subject to e-levy? And the answer is yes. Once the payment is made from a mobile money account, bank account, or through a merchant payment platform and exceeds the 100 Ghana cities daily threshold, the levy is actually payable. Yes, it's payable. Will the levy be charged on payments of wages and salaries using mobile money? Now, if the company is registered with GRA for income tax or VAT and salary payment is made from a corporate bank account, there will be no e-levy charge on the amount. Will there be a threshold above which e-levy charges will not apply? No, there is no threshold. The e-levy applies to all amounts that are transferred. And let's look at the final few FAQs, guys. Thanks for staying with us if you're still listening. Now, will ATM withdrawals attract the e-levy? No, ATM withdrawals are excluded from the e-levy. Will mobile money quick loan attract e-levy? So loan repayments will not attract the e-levy if the recipient is registered with the GRA for income tax or VAT. Otherwise, the sender will pay the e-levy. 
Let's look at the final few questions. Will there be a separate bank account to collect the e-levy? By law, all revenue collected by the GRA, including the e-levy, shall be paid into the consolidated fund. We are encouraged to pay our taxes through Ghana.gov. Will tax payment made through Ghana.gov attract e-levy? No. The answer is no. Any payment of taxes, fees or changes or charges, sorry, made to an MDA or MMDA using the Ghana.gov platform or other designated system is excluded from the e-levy. Now, when will the e-levy come into effect? The e-levy will come into effect after approval by the government. So as you listen to, to this, it is now in effect. If I encounter some trouble, who can I call? And there is a 24-hour service centre that will be set up to help individuals who may need some more clarification on the e-levy. So there you have it, folks. That's what you can expect next in terms of the e-levy. I know that was a little bit of a extended episode. I try not to make the pod bites this long, but this is information that you need to know. Uh, once again, thank you to my season two guest, James Mercer who helped me to co-produce this episode. Links below in terms of his ventures and his past episode. Now let us know your thoughts. Feel free to send us a a tweet on Twitter at The Sound of Accra. Get in touch with us on Instagram or LinkedIn. Just search for The Sound of Accra. And leave us a review on Apple Podcasts if you're listening on that platform or Spotify. Give us a five-star rating. Leave us a comment. We'd love to hear from you. Um, This really pushes out the content to those that really need to hear it when you do leave a review. So thank you very much if you're getting value from this. Just to also let you know that we have a YouTube channel visit youtube.com forward slash the sound of a crowd podcast subscribe check out um, some of our episodes in live video and watch some of our previous episodes and get some alerts we do have lots of big episodes and some very good content coming your way so you do not want to miss out we have a website the sound of a crowd.com of course if you want to learn what more about the podcast listen and much more and see the guest list um, from all of the seasons that we've done so far if you've listened to the end you've been absolutely amazing my name is agent daniels i'm signing out take care god bless and be safe